0: <laughs> this is amazing oh,
1: welcome to two dollar steak a pro wrestling podcast we've been I've been a little gun shy, like b- before starting this episode up, like I, I it's an abusive relationship with Big Mike here. He I'm just about- scared that Big Mike is going to be yelling at me again like last week. Why? Why do you think I'm going to yell at you, Mike? Because last week you were just so irate. I don't think I yelled at you. though. You yelled. Don't are you
2: gaslighting me? I am
1: ga- I it's <laughs> gaslighting. I am me. not <laughs> gas. I'm not gaslight. You're crazy, Mike. You are crazy. I don't think I yelled at all. I just recently found out what that means. It's it, you know what <laughs> I I have learned over the last couple of years what it means, and it's it's I I've been the victim of it and have also done it. So I, I can't <laughs> like I can't it, see it, it too bad. Explain it real quick. Gaslighting uh, It's like hard to explain it's, and like it's kind of. Like making somebody think that they're crazy in a way that like question themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. We're
3: like kidnappers.
1: Stockholm syndrome. it's it's kind of like Stockholm
3: syndrome, but like without the kidnapping and the rape and torture. (laughs)
2: Well, you don't have to rape and torture. It's like my my beagle gaslighted me this morning when she stared at me in the eye and took a massive shit on the
1: floor <laughs> and tried to convince me everything was okay. <laughs> she was like, so you, no, sh- you, you shit in the floor. You, you made me do this. That's what she did this yeah, morning. That was she your right, shit. She looked me
2: right in the eye and took a massive dump. She and said, then, this is your fault. Like,
1: you <laughs> I, I did this nothing is wrong. your problem now. This is normal.
2: <laughs> You're the one
3: crazy for thinking this is not normal. Yeah, that's gaslighting.
1: All right. Well, uh, welcome to $2 <laughs> Steak. Joining me today, as always, uh, Big Mike. Yeah. Cookie. Bombs away. <laughs> and Tolbear. Ginks is in the house. Tolbert, t- tell me tell me what happened with Snuffy this morning. Like, I, j- I just don't understand this dog. She's a very good dog. She never does this.
2: Okay. And I got up early, took her out, fed her, and she gets back in bed with my wife every single morning. Same routine. And she usually, I, I stay up and I drink coffee. I usually watch wrestling matches. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> things, like, things of that nature that she disapproves of. She, you know, when she's she's an anti wrestler. Yeah, get, yeah that's, that's my time. The dog still. or the
0: wife? Both.
2: Both. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I hear the dog get up a little earlier than usual, but I figure my wife's right behind her to let her out. But she trots right into the living room. Sees me laying on the couch drinking coffee. Looks me right in the eye and takes a massive dump on the floor. And she's been a little constipated lately and it all came to a head today.
3: That was just that was just her telling you I, how much she disapproves. I, Did she whimper
2: at all? N- no, no, not Did she sound, try to go to the door? Sound. No, no, not even a
3: split second. Just like poop. How how old is Snuffy and Dog Ears? She's 11. Like seventy-seven. Yeah, yeah I mean, seventy-seven-year-olds can and will, will do that occasionally. Yeah. Uh, Thirty-three-year-olds
1: uh... have done that. In my
3: life. No, just intentionally to shit. I didn't intentionally. I had a patient once <laughs> who we were walking in his room, and he said, "I have to shit." And I said, "Okay, well, you're attached to a bunch of lines and leads. Like we're in the ICU. Right? Like, you can't. We can't take you to the bathroom right now. You have to go sit on your bed, and then let us pull out the portable." commode he said no i have to go now i said you can't make it you're attached to a dozen different lines he said no i have to go now and he just refused to sit down on the bed where we have like chuck pads and that sort of stuff and he just shits while he's standing up and then walks to the bed while he's shitting on the floor
1: am i gonna gaslight you by saying that that was your fault that was not my fault at all <laughs> that was totally your no fault. it was not because I-, I if i got a shit i got a shit
3: Yeah. And I i I got a guy. It it has to come out. I don't doubt that. And I said, well, we had plenty of time. We sat there and argued for a good 45 seconds where I could have been going to get the commode. But because he needed guarding, I couldn't let him stand there unless he sat down on the bed. And uh, the wildest thing was I had two students in the room with me and uh, me and the one student just lock eyes and like what the fuck is happening and i'm like i don't know dude like we're having this conversation he's like this guy's shitting on the ground like i know this is wild (laughs) and then my other student who was amazing she just like jumps into high gear and she's just like she was she was amazed she she aced her clinical in that moment alone
1: so did she have time like i would have grabbed while i realized that he was doing it i would try to get like a poop bag and like stick it under his anus yeah yeah, there's there's no there's no catch it
3: there's no such thing
1: you can trash bag
3: no you there oh they're god it'll be available that's why there's a chuck pad on the bed so that like well it's
2: because... your fault they're not available mike that's... Anyway,
3: anyway gaslighting <laughs> I, I watched i watched a grown man shit his pants while standing and walking
0: yes cookie mm. uh mike did you ever think about scooping the man up and then plopping them on the bed just
3: keep... no no absolutely <laughs> and then it
0: not. would be... <laughs> One, That'd a... be like a soft serve
1: ice cream dispenser One, he, he, was,
3: <laughs> he was a grown-ass man like i'm not just gonna I mean I could, but I'm not going to. Don't worry, sir. I've got you. And again, (laughs) we're in the ICU. Like this guy's like in critical care. Like, we can't just do crazy things like that. All we were doing is walking five feet
1: in his room. That's fair. Did he die? He did not die. Okay. Cause I was gonna think like that would be the most punk rock final act of your life is to just shit all over some asshole who would not let you shit and then die. No,
3: no, we, we have a lot of people that pickle their brains. In Brunswick County and then...
1: It was in Brunswick County?
3: That's the hospital I work at.
1: Oh, God. Am I related to him? You probably are.
3: Oh, but, no. uh But, yeah, I mean, it was just wild. And that's, like, the kind of crap I deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> was his...
1: <Beagle-like, laughs> did his last name start with a Varn? <laughs> <laughs> it did not. It did not. Uh, it did not. Was it... Uh... Yeah, okay. Anyway, so, uh Tolbert, you...
2: I think my dog partied too hard at Mike's dog party the other
1: night. And that's why she shit on We, those we call those ones. a potty. We had a potty. <laughs> Potties, uh. Why is it a potty? Are you, a yeah, a P-A-W-T-Y? are you stupid? P A W T Y? Is that yeah, you fucking idiot? You're an idiot. Shut up, Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So. Eh. Cookie. Obi turned 10 years old Cookie, this you week. don't want any part of this white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't want white people doing this everywhere. Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thursday night this week, I was invited. I, they were told, I, I was told to bring the cat, Bitey, who's a feral cat, who is more than likely dead at this point. Uh, we haven't seen him in a month. Uh, it's, it's been a little bit warmer. He doesn't need the Howard Varnum house. <sighs> Anyways, he always comes and eats the food, though. So we were we were invited to this party, party, and uh, Jasmine and I went, uh, Jasmine went to the store and bought some toys because it was a, the, the gifts were donations to if, shelter dogs. If
3: you wanted to bring a gift, we were, we are and will and did donate
1: gifts. Yes. Okay. Jasmine spent $50. Well, that's a little ridiculous. $50. And she, <laughs> she kept buying like really high quality dog toys. And she's like. She bought them for all different sizes cuz she's like what about the little dogs? They don't have their own toys and then she got little dog toys, then she got big dog toys, and then she got like all sorts of other dog toys. So this we, is why
3: this is why we like Jasmine though because you wouldn't have thought of that.
1: I No, it's true. I wouldn't have I, I would have said, mm, I'll get them. I'll go to the Dollar General, go to the DG and get them like a made in China like thing and and that would have been it anyways th- did you have fun at the party what else did you do this week tell me
3: um this week i went golfing again
1: when did you have time to go i, golfing? Went, I
3: did a sunrise nine this today morning, this morning yes it was foggy it was awesome
1: what what sunrise nine like at six o'clock this morning
3: uh it was like i teed off at 705
1: jesus christ
3: it was awesome it was a little foggy i could not see, the first couple holes i couldn't see where my ball was going but i was just slaughtering my driver so it was going dead straight do you have the new driver not yet no i get it thursday it was delayed with all the texas stuff
1: right mm-hmm. are you excited i'm dri- super excited especially frozen considering
3: <laughs> i was ripping my old driver and the new one has better metrics i'm really excited
1: Ooh, metrics metrics yeah. stats
2: <laughs> i like metrics
1: uh so th- this new golf where did you go today
3: went to old fort i love me that's some old are
1: they do you have like a like a that's the a loyalty card. That's a $2. I don't know. So
3: well, the idea of Old <laughs> Nobody Ford, likes it. <laughs> no, Steve, the owner of Old Ford, he also owns um, the lakes out in Boiling Springs. The idea is for affordable golf. And especially in the Wilmington area with Echo Farms and Masonboro closing, there's not a lot of. Um, golf courses in Wilmington, there's not a lot of affordable golf courses in the area because they're catering to all these retirement people that are coming down from New York and have mm. a bunch of money and want the country club experience. So you go to Old Fort, it, it's twenty bucks to uh walk eighteen or twenty eight to ride eighteen, which is insanely cheap compared to everything else. And you know, it's a good time. You can, doesn't they don't care what you wear out there, you can bring your own beer, no one gives a shit. It's awesome.
1: All right, so it's kind of a, a don't treadle me kind of a golf course. You, you, you got your own rights out there. Yeah, I liked it. And
3: then uh, this, and afterwards, I uh, the reason I golfed so early is because Amanda was had her first day back at work in a year today. And so I had the boys wow. for a little bit. We went to the – there was a little sevens game at the rugby field. I went and socially distanced and had a couple beers with the boys. Dude, a beer at Flytrap on a sunny Saturday, it's, it's, it's perfect. Good, good for the soul. Oh yeah, my it's God. perfect. I, I miss it. Between golf and that, oh, I'm dude. like, so I text you. I was running late because I was behind a tourist on third street.
1: Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to spring and Wilmington.
3: And, and they are literally pointing out the door at all the mansions or at the car, all these I was right you. Did driving you, five you, miles an hour. Did you was, hear
2: me blaring natural born killers behind you? <laughs> I, I didn't. On 3rd but, street. I was moving right down. I literally it, like mean mugging all the tourists. Literally. Like, what? T- <laughs> <laughs> see, see, a
3: complete, a complete different mindset. I text Aaron. I'm like, Hey, I'm behind a tourist. It's cool, man. I got my windows down. I'm just cruising. I'm so just chill today
1: chill. Did you, did you, do a, well, we'll, we'll get to it in a little bit. I I'm, I'm feeling that there's not a hits and shits this week.
3: What, what are you talking about?
1: Are you going to have a hits and shits? I this have week? something this week. Yeah. All right. All right. Just making sure. Dude, just making bro, bro. sure Aaron's just always gaslighting, really getting up my ass. Gaslighting. Them. Gaslighting. Uh, cookie, how was your week this week? Tell us
0: about what you did, brother. Hey man. So what I did was, uh, I had my interview, it was on Wednesday, and it was amazing, man. So it was really cool. Talked to this uh, – her name is Dr. Bartley. And uh, an alumni. I also talked to a student at Denver. Um, Denver? Like a, yeah. <laughs>
2: Which, by the way, Cookie, I'm going to come to visit as soon as you move there.
0: Denver! Oh, I
1: know.
2: Oh, I already know it's
3: over. Raw and SmackDown have to go to Denver at least once, right? Oh, yeah. At least. Do you guys
1: not remember that South Park episode with the Little League World Series? And, like, <laughs> the guy kept on saying, Denver! <laughs> Yeah. bat dad
0: <laughs> oh i do remember that now bat, bat dad man, and he
1: kept getting in fights with randy Duh.
0: yes i do remember that so so what sort of questions were there was it was it good um like the questions were uh like what makes me diverse uh, <laughs> 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 hey did you I really wanted- he just <laughs> swung his braids <laughs> did the did you had- i just wanted to be like i just wanted to do this <laughs> just like look right here <laughs>
1: sir uh we yep. can't really see you because you've got a window behind you but uh your your boy cookie is diverse
0: <laughs> yes yeah, but yeah that's i wanted to say that so badly i was like you know what my best friend is andarian i'm diverse <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean like it, it it's a good thing cookie uh that, that yeah. you got to go through this do you feel like you aced it how, how do you like a scale of one to ten or how many cookies would you give this interview
0: uh one through five i'd I'd give it five cookies well now is that
1: with or without a finn Balor?
0: that's plus a finn Balor, because the the interview was supposed to go 30 minutes and it went 40 so they obviously like talking to me (laughs) (laughs) they would have got my ass out of there well before 30 minutes if they did they're
1: like man his voice is just so sultry and soulful
0: uh, you know, I smiled a lot and I did a lot of laughing, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I told them about the podcast. I God like, damn it! These hey, three pasty
3: what? white boys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cookie, that's a very good metric, though, that they kept you that long because I have cut some interviews way short. <laughs> have you really? Oh, absolutely. We had this one lady interview for my front <laughs> office position when I was a clinic director, yeah. and uh, her like, I was like, all right, so tell me about your past experiences. And she worked part time <laughs> at Belk, and then her uh, her side gig was as a, a birthday party clown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and hired uh, and i was like okay <laughs> i would have immediately <laughs> said when can you
0: start <laughs> like, mike said mike said cut it, and cut it. <laughs> balloon. Yeah, yeah. how do you
3: do how do you deal with adversity
0: <laughs> like, yeah, <right>? animals <laughs> Here's a she could probably
1: make like a good like cast out of like the like the balloon
0: oh <laughs> uh, ma'am <laughs>
1: Oh, man, let me let me think what I did this week. I went to a dog potty. It was insane. Tell us about the foot peel. Uh, so <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I forgot about the foot peel. Uh, so Monday night, Jasmine was looking at my feet and said, hey, uh, your feet are getting a little rough. So I brought these over. These are called foot masks. And I said, OK, cool. What do you do? She said, you just put it on and you just you know, it's just like the mask that we put on our face. Uh, so I put it on. It's like a little booty. Like you, you put it on and you like put your foot. in. It's like you're walking in trash bags. I felt like somebody walking around Greenfield Lake, like in those like gazebos <laughs> That's so and funny. I had these trash bags around my feet. And you basically like, you, you close them off at the top. You put a sock over it and I'm putting them on and I'm sitting there and I'm like, Jasmine, why is it? it it's like tingling a lot more than I thought that it should <laughs> And she's like, Aaron, it's a chemical peel. And I said, whoa, 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 what? A chemical peel? She said, yeah, like, so you're basically bathing your foot in acid right now. And within a couple hours, uh, you take it off, you wash it off. And four or five days from now, it's going to look like your foot has been in World War I. Uh, It looks like you got trench foot. And so right now we're looking at it and it doesn't look too peely. It doesn't. I mean, it
3: it is very peely. I just, I want to go back to the day of when you hysterically started texting, not the group chat, but the family chat, the party planning chat for our entire friend group asking about foot peels. And then
1: I had never seen it before and I didn't know how.
3: And then all the women got you all worked up.
1: Yeah, dude. Have you Googled what a foot peel does? It looks no. like your foot. Oh, you sent us pictures. It looks disgusting. <laughs> and I'm like, I've got this on. It's been an hour at this point. So a point of no return. And Jasmine's like, oh, yeah, it's going to peel really bad. So I started freaking out a little bit. Um, I'm trying to like on and off watch wrestling. and But instead, I'm on the group chat just watching as my feet are falling apart uh, before my eyes. So there you go. So your family, your wife, uh, very excited to see the after of the foot peel. So let's hope that it, it doesn't doesn't do anything too bad. Okay. Is that it?
3: I mean, I don't know. Is that I, all you wanted to I'm hear? Trying to feed you. That, that's all you did. Content for the opening.
1: Well, I mean, like other than that, like I'm living a life in a pandemic. How
3: was the football game? Yesterday? Oh
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so uh, football season has begun for high school. Uh, Which is so weird. It is February 27th when we record that we were recording on a Saturday. Uh, last night was game one of the North Carolina High School Athletic Association football season 2021. Uh, we had not filmed football in 18 months, and uh, we decided that we were going to put together a schedule. And since it is COVID, and I'm now if anybody on a team test positive a couple days afterwards the teams that played before like that that team played now has to go on quarantine for two weeks so you are going against the probability of one in probably 75 to 80 people on one field at one time are going to be all not positive of COVID so just the numbers are against us like somebody is going to drop like pop a positive, and then all of our schedule is going to get fucked up. Well, we had a good schedule set, and uh, tonight or last night, we were supposed to do one of the other teams, and uh, they pop positive. So we had to go to our second game that we were going to go to. Somebody on that team popped positive. So then we had to go to our third choice, and I was broadcasting from Ashley High School last night. Uh, It was not supposed to rain. It rained the entire time. (laughs) Our brand new electrical equipment. I had to find a a, a little place to put it inside the press box. Fully masked up, anxious out of my mind. Uh, New equipment did not go as well as I thought it was going to go. But uh, it's football season in February, boys. Football was played. Football was played. It was awful. Like it was very sloppy. I think as the season well, you, gets you, on...
3: Well, you texted me it was sloppy. I didn't know if you meant the play or the conditions.
1: Both. Definitely yes. both. Like, you can kind of tell. We had a couple guys on the team that we were covering last night. Real potential to be a Division One linebacker. And uh, he looked great. Phenomenal. You know, like, you've got that athleticism of a Division One linebacker. that This kid's going to go places. He looked great. Everybody else was just kind of, like, clueless. Because there's not a lot of continuity when... They're practicing in pods, right? So, like, they've got groups. They're, they're practicing with their positions. They're not allowed to hit because if they hit, that's contact, right? And if somebody pops on the team that's not in their pod, the whole team has to quarantine. This is wild. The whole thing is wild, man. Like, is I, it is a very, very fragile ecosystem, and one thing happens, and it's just a domino effect, and the entire conference is out of games. So there you go. That is how to play football in in a pandemic. I am, yeah. It's. I've been on the phone with ads all week, trying to like (laughs) negotiate with athletic directors. Like, so when is your game going to be played? You know, in an ideal world, games are always played on a Friday night. It's Friday Night Lights. This week we've got this upcoming month we're going to have games on Tuesday nights, Saturday afternoons. It's going to be Night Lights. (laughs) <laughs> Tuesday night lights. Love those uh, Saturday afternoon no lights. You know, it's it's going to be interesting. So that's my life.
3: You, you know the football coach is going to give that like heroic speech about, you know, you might not get to play on Saturdays, so this is your time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be terrible. Yeah, I can tell you that Saturday games are not as fun as Friday night games. Absolutely not. That's why I quit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's why I was asked to not return. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your grades aren't <laughs> up to snuff. You can't come back. All right. Well, see you guys later.
0: Peace out. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Oh, so it is the... Well, we're recording this technically in February. We're, we're wrapping up, um, you know, Black History Month here on the podcast. Like we said last week, and uh, Mike called me out on... It doesn't have to be Black History Month to honor these, these wrestlers. Uh, so... We're gonna have one more week of it. We, we've got matches by three of my favorites. We've got a Booker team match, a Shelton Benjamin match, and a New Jack match to close out Black History Month. A New Jack match. Hookie, what were you saying about this match?
0: This match is the greatest way to close out Black History Month. And, and why is that? Uh, because you see New Jack kill a white man on TV. <laughs> It was attempted murder on TV. I don't know uh, if it was attempted because I think that he. he, he was premeditated. <laughs> what did he say about OJ? There
1: you go. So we are going to be talking about these matches. Uh, I think that's a good teaser for Tolbert's segment this week, and let's get started. You have got two of my favorite competitors of all time in the ring together against each other. You have got Booker T against Eddie Guerrero.
3: Correct. Booker T, Eddie Guerrero, SmackDown, February third, two thousand five, San Jose, California. Aaron was all worried that I wasn't going to like this
1: match. Yeah, well, last week kind of threw me off because I really liked that match.
3: Yeah, but the story leading up to it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That too.
3: The story leading up to this match, Chef's Kiss. Okay, I love a number one contender's match or a tournament to decide the number one contender. It just makes it's a, sense. It's an easy story. It is not a guy running up to another guy backstage, pushing him, and then all of a sudden getting a title match. It is not some shit talk. It is literally a tournament. And, you know, anybody who loves sport loves tournaments, right? Because you get to see the, the progression of people who can and should vie for the title right all right so this is a number one it's a part of the tournament for a number one contenders match um it sounds like the number one there the match was going to happen at wrestlemania because this is leading up to it this is just after the royal rumble Uh (laughs) uh-huh um so apparently eddie guerrero had eliminated booker t in the royal rumble they used to be tag partners they used to be best friends and they, I don't know the whole backstory to it, but it sounds like Eddie kind of did some cheeky stuff and like Book- what he was known for <clears throat> and Booker wasn't ready for it and he got eliminated. So that's the lead up. Great lead up. I'm bought in. Let's go. <laughs> it's an easy
1: story. That's, to all, it takes. Into.
3: that's all it takes. Um, Booker T comes out, dude, million dollars. Like literally this man has money written on him. He looks the part, sounds the part, music's the part, catchphrases the part. Let's go. That pyro, dude, phenomenal. Yes. Everything about Booker T, I'm all about. And ever since well, the WCW match that Cookie had a couple weeks ago, yeah. Like, let's go. Um, <clears throat> Eddie Guerrero comes out in what I believe to be a 55 Bel Air convertible.
1: Beautiful. It is a 55. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah it's got the rounded um, taillights. Yeah. 57
1: uh, is more angular.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's very sharp. So the 55 round, six, 56, a little bit more angular, mm. 57, very sharp. Uh, but he comes out, but he looks like a million dollars. He's jacked. I, I don't know if I like his T-shirt, but I wouldn't wear his T-shirt. Why? Because it's like an animated version of Eddie Guerrero looking jacked on his T-shirt. <laughs> it's because Mike doesn't look Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
1: it, very, it very much fits
3: the uh, character I believe Eddie is trying to portray.
1: Uh you know what man like in this year too like it, it I will say that this version of Eddie Guerrero is my favorite version of Eddie Guerrero his very his last two years of his life and his career he had mm-hmm. some of the best matches that he had he looks like a million dollars yeah like he's jacked. Crowd,
3: crowd is hype for some Eddie Guerrero. They
1: love Eddie They're Guerrero. they chanting
3: his name, Latin heat. You got some Latin chick shaking her titties, Latin kids <laughs> just trying to shake their titties. Like it's just, it's all Eddie Guerrero all the time. And you got Booker T who also looks like a million dollars, who I think is supposed to be playing the heel in this. Um, and he does. He, 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 a little, he, but it he, wasn't. In the, in the match, he is the heel for the most part. But uh, it's, I don't know. It was just, it was great lead up. Made sense. Uh, I won't go through a play-by-play of the match. It just—it was a 20-minute match. Normally, I'm going to shit on Aaron for a 20-minute match. I had the boys this morning. This match took me an hour to watch, <laughs> um, just because you know Hudson trying to kill himself, Elliot's trying to kill Hudson. It's just—it was just wild. Well, how was he house. trying to kill himself? Oh, he's just like—he's he, walking now. So he, and he gets his little walker thing. And he just like goes out and around, and he just kind of goes and does his own thing. And then you hear a thud, and you're like, "What the <laughs> hell was that?" And he's screaming. And then today I. <laughs> I went into the kitchen and Hudson starfished on the ground with the walker on top of him, <laughs> and I, I appeased him by feeding him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while he lay there. Um, but anyway, uh, anyway, it's like job the hut. It, it was so cute. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but you know, the match starts and it's very much—I don't know if you want to call it like '90s wrestling or it's very probably like OVW wrestling.
1: I think it's. it's it's like late era WCW where they've got everything down.
3: It's, but it's, and normally, I mean, and 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 the thing I like about it is it's such a contrast to today's wrestling where it was a ton of rest holds, headlocks, a little bit of chain wrestling to start it. You mean collar ankle, uh, collar collar, elbow tie up into like a headlock, into a leg lock. And they're just kind of, both guys are getting some, offense in back and forth right but it's building it is it is and it's and it's enough and then they they speed it up and they slow it down it's not just like fast paced like holy shit like slow down spot to spot like cookie was talking about last week um another thing i loved about this match they went outside the ring one time uh booker Irish whips Eddie. Eddie's coming back to hit what looked to be like a clothesline or something like that Booker lowers the top rope. Eddie goes over the top. They're out. He's outside the ring. Booker goes out, slams Eddie into the ring post. Boom, they're back in. That's it. That's the only time they were outside the ring, the entire match for probably 18 minutes.
1: It's funny you mentioned that, man. Like somebody like George South, who is like trainer to the stars now. He's telling everybody how to work and, and everything. One of his biggest tenets is – why you want to go outside the rink you can't win your match outside the ring. exactly
3: keep it keep it in in between the ropes it's awesome um so for the first oh my gosh 12 minutes it's just like a little bit of back and forth suplexes and punches kicks booker's got this amazing swinging like back leg kick and at one point it looks like he hits uh, eddie with a super kick they didn't call it that but it looked like a super kick um devastating though from a guy booker size to just hit you with his fucking actually his back heel kick kind of looks like a lariat but with his foot
1: he's got a long he's got long legs yeah he's really long legs,
3: and he's not like thick i mean he's big but he's not like super like braun strowman thick or anything like that so it's just a back heel kick is devastating i think anyway um the match starts to get going or it's been going booker hits the bookend right so you know, it's been going on a while. It's gone through one commercial break. You're expecting it to kind of wrap up soon. Booker hits the end, And again, it's very kind of that that older style where he goes for the pin. Eddie's close enough to the ropes. Eddie doesn't kick out, but he gets his leg up. And, you know, it's kind of just a testament to the ring awareness that Eddie has and that sort of thing. Um, you know, so that's one of Booker's patent moves. So a little bit later, you know, still some more back and forth. Eddie hits the three Amigos, which is awesome. It's like three suplexes in a row, just the cardio to do that. Um, I mean, I think that move kind of calling it out, kind of like Babe Ruth, like calling his shot and then hitting the one, rolling him up two, rolling him up three and hitting it. It's just like, it's awesome because it it kind of builds it up. Like, oh, Eddie, now Eddie, Eddie's got this. He goes up for the frog splash, Booker rolls away, obviously devastated because, you know, now eddie's like laying on the ground they're both kind of just trying to figure out what to do next right normally i'm not a big fan of ref interference um we get two ref interferences near the end of this fucking patrick (laughs) um but the the first one is you know booker like throws eddie into the ref kind of thing booker goes for that back leg kick eddie ducks booker hits the ref classic Booker pins Eddie for the one, two, three, but the ref's not there. Ref gets up, gets the two count, Eddie kicks out, all that sort of stuff. And then this is where he gets a little cheeky. And I'm not, again, I don't, I didn't, never got to appreciate Eddie because I didn't watch wrestling. I don't really know a lot of his late stuff. Um, but Eddie, the whole match, Eddie is the baby face. Booker's the heel. Cause Booker's the one throwing in the headlock, slowing it down, kind of getting more offense than Eddie is. And um, Eddie goes full chicken shit. And so we get the second ref interference and then Eddie just immediately grabs his knee. Like he just blew his ACL out. He's like crawling around the ring. Booker's looking at him like, Oh, Oh my God, what happened? Like he feels bad. Like they're They're friends. Yeah. They're friends, the previous partners, Booker's trying to get the ref up to like show him that Eddie's hurt. And then you see Eddie just stand up and like (laughs) scoot closer to Booker and the referee. Um, And then like, booker turns back at eddie eddie classes back down to the ground starts faking his, his knee thing and uh again booker's trying to get the referee and then uh you can see booker looking at the megatron and this <laughs> and this is what eddie didn't realize is booker's staring at the megatron he can see everything that he's doing he can see that eddie's about to try to do something chicken shit and uh and so the referee finally gets to his feet and Eddie goes for his, some move, and Booker reverses it. Small package: one, two, three. Booker T wins. Eddie's the heel. Booker's the face.
1: He also grabbed the tights, which was which was Eddie uh, or Booker T, did, T cheating. I didn't catch the tight grab, I guess,
3: um, because I, I was kind of like watching everything else. But it was a great match. Normally, again, normally I'm going to show you for a 20 minute match. This was awesome.
1: Eddie is is you know the cheat the guy. He lies. He cheats. He steals, and he he's trying to to kind of put one over on on booker and then booker gets one over on him by grabbing the tights out of view from the referee gets the one two three awesome
3: loved it it was a great match <laughs> yeah, well, well, good well, thanks mike well what you uh, sitting here like you were like you looked at me i thought it, you, I thought it, you right? were gonna say something else no
2: That's uh it.
3: Well, i mean do you want to talk anything else about it it was a good match it was a good match Booker T, Eddie Guerrero, like fucking two super super, hall of famers. Man, I was
1: thinking about it. Like when I was watching this match, I'm thinking like, man, if Eddie was still around today, would he still be wrestling? Like he's 40 at the time. And that's 20 years ago. You know, he'd be like 60 now. Right. And, yeah. like, what would he be doing now? Like, would he be still working classic matches? Would he be taking power bombs from Brian Cage? Would he be –
3: I mean, I feel like he could fill that Taz role. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I mean, well, I don't I don't know. Know. it's just like that, that, that legend that just has a faction
1: behind him now. He's such an incredible – he was an incredible personality. Of course, gone too soon. But I, I, as I watch this, this match, I'm just – I miss Eddie he he was such a big deal and i'll tell you and i've said it a hundred times his death was the reason why i got back into professional wrestling watching professional wrestling it was the day after uh the announcement of his death is when i when i tuned in and watched because i was like oh man dude like i loved eddie guerrero growing up when he was in wcw because i was a big wcw mark and seeing you know him being gone too soon is what pushed me back into professional wrestling. Mike, uh, tell me your social media update. Social media, Tolbert, holding steady,
2: 146, had the beautiful Travis RT
1: <laughs> oh, art great post. Oh.
2: I am thinking about printing that out and getting it framed, and put on my wall.
1: Dude, I think all of the art for the past like month has been incredible from Travis. Oh, <laughs> Cookie has made it his background of his his phone right now. I'm seeing it right now. Dude,
3: it's, it's amazing. It we- is amazing.
1: absolutely incredible.
3: It's awesome. Good job, Tolbert. Holding steady, 146. Uh, Twitter, Aaron, um, did you ever respond back to the gentleman who would like us to be on his podcast? Yes,
1: Aaron. Such a busy, busy week. I am not the arbiter of our social media. Uh, I am just but a a contributor. You are the producer of the
3: show, though. It is also your
1: fault. I just want to say that
3: somebody, you started the conversation with him. You responded. I, I felt it necessary to remind you to respond to him, and you didn't. So if you could just do that, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> because again, you're the producer. Uh-huh. You get the sole credit on this.
1: Do I? Because I don't, I don't take the sole credit. I feel like credit. he
3: would like us on his show. We would like to be on his show. Let's make it happen.
1: I don't take the sole credit for this show, Mike.
2: Okay, well, either way. Well, we blame it on you.
1: You blame it on me <laughs> if something fucks up. Yeah. Well,
2: that's true. Twitter,
1: Twitter we're at. But I, I get no credit
3: <laughs> when something goes well. Just- <laughs> give you credit next time um twitter 306 not a lot of action i retweeted ricky morty or ricky
1: Morty. rick and morty <laughs> Rick and Morty.
3: Morton. he said remember to have fun thank you ricky i will always remember to <laughs> have fun
1: never but, forget i thought that was
3: great <laughs> the one tweet i had this week um so we were watching a w diamond of mine and elliot is kind of watching it with me and he watches a moxley hit um ziggler's brother with the Death Rider, or what's he called in AW? And uh, Elliot's just like, Oh no, and then, <laughs> and then Moxley, Moxley fires off this amazing promo. And then Elliot, who doesn't quite talk exactly like English yet, but yeah. he's like kind of making words to me. And I like then i have to go about explaining to him what a barbed wire exploding death is. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, Sometimes I forget my son is getting older, just had to explain to him what a barbed wire and what or what barbed wire is and what exploding deathmatch means.
1: Well, I think Elliot will be a big fan that one of his first memories in, in his world it will be a barbed wire exploding deathmatch.
2: Did you at least show the little guy Sting Back in the Ring this week? <laughs>
1: I, mean, uh, I did on. not know
2: father it was, it, are you he, he did go back <laughs> hey shout out to sting
1: scorpion <laughs> dude, death drop dude. stinger
2: splash stinger motherfucking splash let's go uh,
3: yeah,
1: so he is completely cleared to wrestle
3: i just want to say wow. uh sting has been putting me to sleep on aew lately and this week me. let's go like, you,
1: you didn't get popped by him taking a disgusting power that, bomb last that, that week? was
3: okay but it was always like oh stings this week give me the and bat like, give me the bat and you're like okay let me just go to the bathroom then um but hey
2: shout out sting let's go the only reason i turn on the tv on wednesday night
1: can we talk about the large event being signed to uh aew this week <laughs> <of> The large event. I, I always thought that the large event was going to be a WWE superstar for life. I never thought that he would sign to another promotion.
3: Can I tell you that like, the internet wrestling community thinks that like he's just going to come out the heel tunnel and leave out the face tunnel every time? <laughs> is he heel or is he face kind of thing?
1: Well, I mean, that was his whole career. I but I, I'm so excited
3: that... Uh, he's back on Turner Network. Let's go.
1: That the Husky uh, occurrence... The Husky, <laughs> Husky. occurrence... <laughs> the husky occurrence will be back on our television apparently
2: the husky
3: gathering we're gonna
1: talk about dirt sheets right now but he felt like uh he was portrayed as a bitch last time he was on (laughs) wwe didn't he
3: make a guy piss his pants
1: on the last time he was i don't know i don't remember
3: the last time i think i I don't randy orton
1: got in his face and he like cowered to randy Uh, orton and he was just really not excited about that
0: okay i think i remember that. to
1: think that this guy who i honest to god thought was gonna be for life. He had a he had a Netflix show that we did not watch and I got canceled. The first episode. It got cancelled? Of course it did. Well, oh, it was. got canceled. It was absolute
3: trash. Yeah, it yeah. was not great. All right. Continue. All right. Uplifting news of the week. So um
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I,
3: like, I feel like for the last couple weeks, y'all have just been trying to egg me on to be the angry guy. You're yes. trying to create and keep me being this heel where I've been trying to become just this nice, jovial, fun-loving person.
1: Positive and, force.
3: Yeah, exactly. And you know, last week Cookie made the comment, you know, I'm not angry, so the podcast is over. Aaron's over here trying to make me mad mm-hmm. and try to make me angry. And you know, so we're gonna do some uplifting news this week.
1: <laughs> a baby was
3: born with four legs. <laughs> Gary Sinise, the actor, <laughs> launched a medical health network for veterans and first responders. Shout out Gary Sinise.
1: Do we know if he's, he's, he's is he pro-mask Gary Sinise?
3: I'm not sure, but he, you know what he is? Pro health and veterans.
1: <laughs> uh, Gary Sinise, you made Big Mike's positive uplifting list. <laughs> All
3: right, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry coming to the rescue of the Texas Women's Shelter after the winter storm. So they donated a bunch of money helping anybody out. He's serious.
0: He's very
3: serious right now. Hey, hey, stop trying to drag me down.
1: Meghan Markle, Don't Prince gaslight Harry.
2: him! Don't gaslight him, Cookie. <laughs>
1: Can we just okay. So I'm going to say I'm going to say their name and we're going to say <laughs> Oh, we have to come up with a thing. Thank you. <laughs> 2 dollar steak says thank, thank you. you. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Number 1. Gary Sinise. 2 dollar stake says <laughs> thank, thank you. I think Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. 2 dollar steak says Thank,
3: thank you. you. Hey, shout out prosthetist makers said that it couldn't prosthesis? be done. Prosthesis? Prosthetic makers said it couldn't be done. Orphan koala gets new foot thanks to de- <laughs> t- thanks to a dentist.
1: Oh my god. That's, that's the greatest thing I've heard all week. Uh, Are nice. we thanking the dentist for that or prosthesis makers?
3: Uh we're gonna we're gonna thank the dentist uh, <laughs> for making the koala prosthetic.
1: The Mr. Dennis. Dentist who is not Britt Baker. Two dollar steak says Thank
3: you. Hey, did you guys hear about that cancer survivor?
1: <laughs> is this a joke?
2: Is this like a is this like an early like 1950s stand-up
1: <laughs> guy? Walks in, uh, guy goes to the doctor. The doctor hey. says, "Hey man, you've got cancer, and you've also got Alzheimer's." And guy then he looks sa- at the doctor says, "Hey, at least I don't have cancer."
3: <laughs> hey, guess what? She survived cancer at 10. Now she'll be the youngest person to be launched into space. <laughs>
1: Uh, is it? What's her name?
0: Uh, I don't know. cancer survivor.
1: Cancer survivor. Cancer survivor.
0: Have fun in space.
1: <laughs> Two dollar stake says,
0: thank,
1: thank you. <laughs> I can't. I can't anymore <laughs> with this. Can we talk about the Boy Scouts of America announcing their first class of female Eagle Scouts? Hey, shout out BSA. Yeah, it's a big deal. This past week, it was a big deal. I'm doing it for school. Talking about it, Boy Scouts of America. Now the Scouts of America. Two dollar stake says. Thank, Thank you. you. Anyway, I'm going to
3: start bringing some uplifting news to this podcast. <laughs> it's like the Delilah because show because I am going face, and you guys are all heels because you want to make me and bring me down to your negative attitudes. I'm I've started golfing. I'm going to be a good positive force on this podcast and positive force in the ears of our listeners.
2: Well, nothing, nothing could can bring me down. I've been
1: uh, wait wait till the and... high spot. That's gonna bring yeah. you down. Yeah, it'll bit. bring
2: you down. <laughs> I was, cause I was about to say I've been ripping bongs and listening to doom metal.
1: Just waiting on the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright, well that's it. Rookie, you have got one shouting, Benjamin, against Break the Walls Down! (laughs)
0: Break down the
2: walls! I have to say, before we get into this, we have an internet jukebox on the wall at the bar, and it it flashes through advertisements, and every once in a while, Jericho pops up with
0: like a Fozzie advertisement.
2: (laughs) It's like, play Fozzie now. Why don't you play it? (laughs) Oh, because I, 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 I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't like Fozzie? I I just don't like it. I'm sorry.
1: Apparently, you'll find out in this match that Fozzie (laughs) has got a new song. Cookie, tell us what the new song is.
0: It's called Break the Walls Down.
1: No, you didn't hear. Fozzie wrote a song about Shelton Benjamin, and it's called Shelton Benjamin is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry the King Waller like says it three times. He's like, they got this new song that threw Shelton off his game. It's called Shelton Benjamin is a bitch. I missed that
0: part. That a sweet that. Bass line. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Terrible, terrible lyrics. I and, would uh, love to listen to that. Shelton right, Benjamin, Kentucky. bitch. Okay, sorry. Well, Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Dude, honestly, though, one of the most underrated athletes to actually come through the WWE. Let's be honest here. Benjamin, like, he was my guy growing up. Yeah. He was like he could do things that I have never seen before. The running up the ladder thing—I was like, "What?" I never even thought about that.
1: Incredible. Um, dude, dude, the shit that he would
0: do—it was crazy. Like the Shawn Michaels thing with the super kick off the—that t- is still one of the biggest RAW moments ever, bar none. Sheldon Benjamin was a fucking athlete, and it's a shame that he only got to that mid-card level because I think he could have. Put the fucking rocket on him and shot him to the moon.
1: I agree, man. Like, when it, like I said earlier, like when I got back into wrestling, Shelton Benjamin, like after Eddie died, I watched the tribute show with a match between Kurt Angle and Eddie Carrera or Kurt Angle and Shelton Benjamin. They had this match, and I had been out of wrestling for three or four years at this point, and I didn't know that there was like an evolution in style and everything like that. I saw this match and I'm like, who is this Shelton Benjamin guy, man? He is yeah. athletic. He's going to be the future. They should need to, to, to strap the rocket to him. Uh, yes. They did not. So anyways.
0: Dude, do you remember that first match that he had? Like after he split up from Charlie Haas, he had that match with Triple H and he rolled him up and uh, he beat Triple H on his first match in Raw. And I was like, oh my God, he's getting the rocket and he's going to be like shot to the moon. He gets the intercontinental title. Only thing left is to win the WWE title. And it just never happened. It was nope. the weirdest thing. No money in the bank. No, nothing. He was in he was in the money in the bank. He was in all the elimination chambers. He was in all those things. But he could never beat it. And I think it was just because he I think it was because he couldn't talk. He was not a great talker. Yeah. Like the mama thing. I still think the mama thing was kind of funny when they brought his mama on. It was it it was not world champion material. Yeah. Yes, it was comedic material, but it was not world champion material. Correct. Yeah, that's sad. That was a sad thing. Um, but anyway, he's going up against young Jericho. And man, this is his first run in the company before he got burned out for the first time. And like, you could tell like this was very 2005 Jericho with the highlights and the, yeah. His hair you know, looked great. You loved it. I bet you had hair like that, Aaron. I definitely had hair like that in high school. Yes. Oh, my God. Lord. Did anyone else have long hair in high school? Tolbert, did you ever have long hair?
2: I had
1: long hair in high school. It's the only time I had ever had long hair. <laughs> or <More> hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know Mike Mike didn't because he's like Johnny Unitas over here. He's always had a haircut you could set your watch to.
3: Hey, you jealous of my hair, man. I got a good flow. That
1: was a Simpsons joke, Tolbert.
3: Sorry. It's not a Simpsons joke. That's been a joke forever.
1: The, a hair, the haircut that you can set your watch to? Yeah.
3: I feel like Simpsons didn't start that.
1: Oh, they did. Okay. Maybe they did. Oh, tell them, Aaron. I will. Go ahead just
0: yell at me, Aaron, please. Thank God. I, I don't like babyface Mike, man. I, me either. <laughs> anyway. Oh, wait, hold on. You know what, real quick? I'm going to backtrack. Last week, Mike, I rewatched your match, Mark Henry, against Daniel Bryan. Yeah. It was fucking phenomenal. Like, you. To see Mark, he fucked up Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan sold like his ass. Okay,
3: off. wrestling is not just about what happens between the ropes, it's the story they
2: tell. <laughs> okay, okay, Mike. <wait. laughs> Okay, Mike Cornette.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mike's going to be doing interviews on the Dark Side right next. <laughs> I'm the Greenhorn Big Mike and here's my thoughts on this match. <laughs> hey
3: man. It's got to cater to a lot of audiences that did not cater to me.
0: No. Anywho, let's get to the countdown. Cookies top 4, number 1. Once again, uh like like what Mike said, uh they only went to the, uh, went to the outside one time during this match. And, but before this, they were just doing, uh, chain wrestling. They were just doing chain wrestling. They were just filling each other out, um, doing some kip ups, doing, you know, just holding, just doing holds and just working. And I mean, I think the crowd was into the match the entire time. Um, but the, when they did go to the outside, they did a hurricane run onto the outside. It was extremely ugly. Like Jericho gave himself a concussion. Because he just smacked his head against the...
1: Yeah, so it was one of those spots where it was like a sunset flip to the outside off the apron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho, it, it was awkward positioning, so Shelton kind of had to move while the move was taking place, so Jericho wouldn't slam his head against the apron, and it ended up just being a little uglier than it should have been, but yeah. it, it still looked effective to a degree.
0: Yeah, it did, and it. I mean... Have y'all ever noticed that Jericho, just like, whenever he sells, he's going to sell his head. He sells the back of his head a lot. So, like, he's always trying to, like, go for his... It could be like a backbreaker, and Jericho's going to grab the back of his head. I don't think I've ever it. noticed that. You never noticed that? No. Next time you watch a Jericho match, watch him grab the back of his head and hold it at the very... He does it all the time. Okay. Hey,
3: hey, Cookie, you know he's not grabbing? His mask.
0: Oh, is he an oh. anti-masker too? Oh,
3: absolutely. Oh, yeah. I really? Think his yes. wife was at the rally.
1: Well, I know that. Yeah, he played
3: like on the motorcycle rally in South Dakota. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that, too.
2: Fozzy. Well, that was Fozzie. That wasn't Jericho.
1: Man. He was the lead yeah, singer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a separate thing, man.
0: <laughs> Wait, okay, Nell now to- Tober's on Jericho's side. You got to pick a side. I thought you didn't like Fozzie.
2: I never said that. I so said I wasn't
1: a fan of his music. He
0: likes Jericho. Oh, just not his music. He would have been
1: there with his wife on, on January 6th. Exactly storming it. that Capitol if he could, right, Tolbert? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Stop the steal. <laughs> <laughs> Tolbert, if you eat more of that, that sucker?
2: I'm glad, gaslighting you guys.
1: <laughs> the whole time. Tolbert pulls off his mask. It was him the whole time, Austin. Tolbert, are you high?
2: Uh no comment.
1: Yeah, dude, look at his <laughs> eyes. You can tell. Did, uh, were you eating the like the sucker before you got here? Because you were fine when we started the podcast.
2: Well, I, I just had this fine beverage here. Um
0: uh, I, I might have popped it in All <laughs> for right. a second. Number That's two. What I mean. Shelton. Shelton with his hang time, dude. Like I'm talking like a, a punter kicking a kicking a fucking kick. Doing the punt, whatever you want to say. I butchered that. Whatever. Shelton was hang time is what I'm going to say. He does like a, a two-step start and then leaps onto the top of the turnbuckle, which is at least five feet high. And I'm talking wide leg stance and then hits the superplex on top yeah, of that. He's got an incredible vertical. Yes. Yes, he does. Like, could y'all imagine him doing box jumps? Like, this, it has to be unreal. So he, he jumps flat-footed onto the top yeah,
3: I I got that out of Cookie's description.
1: Well, yeah all right thank okay. you okay all right well yeah don't, have, uh,
3: don't, don't mansplain to me
1: what <laughs> cookie this has been the weirdest vibe we've ever had
0: i know i just feel so fucking awkward today i don't know dude i think you got like a target on your back or something on your forehead. Dude, i don't know we, we, <laughs> i
3: mean thanks to zane dawson pulling the the real veil over we know that aaron is actually a heels
0: so. yeah i definitely am that is true that is true Cause you don't text him back apparently. I I I got shit going on
1: and I forget. All right. He's got he's got a girlfriend. I'm not very
0: organized. You got to forgive him, Zane. He has a girlfriend now. He, he I do. I now. have a girlfriend. <laughs> anyway, so Shelton Benjamin leap into the top rope, then tossing Jericho like a freaking pizza pie. That was number two. <laughs> it's more. <laughs> it's it's more. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tosses, number three. One of the most underrated moves is the T-Bone Suplex. I love it. I love it, man. Of all the matches that I've reviewed for the Strong Style, and even some from the other two spots, I've only seen Shelton Benjamin do the T-Bone Suplex. However, the Walls of Jericho, that's the move that I put a lot of cousins into <laughs> back in my time. Walls of Jericho is a very like I, I, that move has been used in the UFC. Did, did you know that, Aaron?
1: I did. I saw that.
0: Did Dude, the guy that is, tap out? He did tap out, he he tapped did tap out, out from, from the
1: walls of Jericho.
0: From the walls of Jericho. Is that fucking is spine didn't break.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you're not using it by its scientific term for Tolbert's
0: sake. Oh, I'm sorry, Tolbert. Uh, the Boston Crab. "Hey, Boston!
1: It's the Boston Crab. Boston Crab. It's it's, Crab. Uh, fuck you! is the Boston Crab."
0: Crab. <laughs> hey, So there's a huge B- Boston mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, honorable mentions before I hit number four. Man, Jericho made Shelton look like a million bucks in this match. This was a lot of back and forth, and both of these guys. I mean, it tells it tells a great story because. Shelton beat Jericho for this title, I think like two, maybe a month before, Mm -hmm. maybe two months before, something like that. It was Cyber Sunday.
1: Or was it Taboo Tuesday? It was one of those weird interactive pay-per-views
0: they had. That was one of the, you had pay-per-views on Tuesday. It was the weirdest thing.
1: Yeah, I would, I I got it. I think I ordered Taboo Tuesday once because it was a Tuesday pay-per-view and I'm like, I'm bored.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Look at Cinemax. Yeah. Skin flick. Mm. (laughs) It lasted like, I think it lasted two years maybe.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Because the match quality was probably horrible. I mean, no, had- it,
1: it's got one of my favorite Ric Flair matches of all time.
0: What kind uh, of match? Is it? He,
1: he had a match against Triple H in a cage match, and it was one of the most disgusting matches I'd ever seen.
0: Oh, God. it was a Taboo Tuesday match. I bet both of them bled like hogs.
1: Uh, you watched that match with me. Which one? It was Ric Flair and Triple H in a cage match. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Th- disgusting.
1: Yeah, it's a bad it, It's <laughs> gross.
0: They're probably just like fuck it, let's bleed. Yeah,
1: they're <laughs> bleeding, it. and they're grabbing each other's dicks the whole time, and like they're shaking their head, and blood's going everywhere. Like, oh, there's
0: holes hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what goes through the ref's head, like when you when you see stuff like that. Oh, he's grabbing his balls again. Oh yeah. Oh, oh god. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, honorable mentions. At one point, Shelton uses the top rope to do, like, an unnecessary back backflip. Like, it was, there was no point – there was a point to it to get out of uh, an arm wrench, but still, like, this just goes to his athleticism. He just can do unnecessary backflips in the middle of the match and make him look meaningful, you know, and make himself look good. At one point, Shelton winds back like he's about to give Jericho the fucking Hadouken. Like, Jericho stole something from him, and he just slaps the ever-loving life out of this man – amazing. I love slap spots, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Slap spots are hilarious because you know they're real, and I just like I want to see someone get knocked out one time from a slap because it's possible.
1: Uh, yeah, I've seen the Russian slap fights. Those things scare me. Pretty sure Suzuki
0: could knock. Oh my god, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. And they just start elbowing them afterwards words <laughs> After he slaps a dog shot spit on him.
1: like that Derek Lewis fight last week where he wound up on the uppercut and then had to keep nice. hitting the guy because Herb didn't shut it off in time.
0: I don't know how Herb still has a, a job, man. I feel like he should be
1: fired. You do not talk about Herb Dean bad. Don't. Jasmine's, Jasmine's grandma, the biggest Herb Dean mark ever. She is from really? Boston. <laughs> Whenever she sees Herb Dean, she's we watch UFC with her, her grandma, her nana, and she says, Herb. Whenever she sees Herb, she says, "Oh, it's Herb! I love Herb!" Oh my
0: god! All right, all right, no more, no more slander on Herb Dean. At, at least for another two days. Thank you, Herb. Okay. What Herb? One of my favorite parts of this match. Well, at least it made me giggle. Was Jericho using Shelton Benjamin as a step mat when he just like just stomps on him a little bit and yeah. then just runs away? <laughs> like just it's just jericho it's just jericho stuff man yeah jericho's incredible he is he makes he makes people look good but he also knows how to make himself look good anyway one hell of a contest a lot of reversals in this match it told a very great even story they both came out looking strong but you know who i hate the most maybe more than marvez todd (laughs) fucking grisham yeah i agree For everyone else, that was the guy at the very end who tried to interview Jericho after the match. Yeah. I can't stand that motherfucker.
3: Marvez might be the single awkwardest person on TV, though.
0: And Christian was pretty awkward. I kind
1: of... I am starting to be won over by Marvez in a, like, Tim and Eric, like, awkward, like, kind of weird avant-garde way that, like, he is playing a character of him being a big-eared weird freak. Answering, asking questions, and not knowing what's going on—like he kind of reminds me of what was it, Steve Brule? That that TV show? Nobody watched Steve Brule.
0: Know. All right. I don't know what you're talking about. Who the fuck is Steve Brule? All right, you just look it up. Okay. All right. Well, the very last one. Number four. Oh yes, number four. The last sequence, flawless. Like they like they practiced it a million times. Shelton Benjamin blocks the lion salt. Jericho tries to set up the walls of Jericho. Shelton tries to roll him up. Jericho counters the roll up with his own roll up. And then Shelton counters that and gets a quick three for the win. And it just made – it made – it was a perfect ending for the match, if you ask me. Yeah. Because they keep doing more things that they want between the two. They don't have to. They can end the storyline there. But, you know, Shelton gets – what? What's so funny? Over took off his headset to do a big lion yawn. <laughs> i
2: don't want to yawn in the mic i'm trying to keep professional you know
0: (laughs) your eyes am i boring you tolbert am i boring you does black history bore you tolbert is that what it is is, tolbert no 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 no, no. (laughs) you're gaslighting me cookie. (laughs) black power shelton benjamin wins i loved it (laughs) how many cookies Five cookies, baby. All right. It was a solid. God, match.
1: I gotta give him bad matches. Every you do.
0: She gave him some terrible He's shit. Rated every done. single match
2: five cookies for this... the past like two months.
1: <laughs> no, last week was three. Yeah, last week was. Because it's good. women and Cookie does not like women for some reason. He's a massage. A massage and
2: pig. He doesn't like women. Mike doesn't like Mexicans, and I don't like. The what?
0: Where did Mike? <laughs> what <from>? the fuck? <laughs> Tober. <laughs> It's unraveling. It's oh, unraveling. Like I
2: said,
3: everybody else is <laughs> our actual heels. Oh, <laughs> we're all heels. Cookie,
1: we're all heels. Thank you for your segment. We're going to have to give this guy his own time talking right now. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. all right uh I, hopefully i don't live to regret this uh tobert you've got one new jack against oh vic grimes
2: jesus christ it, you sent this to me on the group chat with a little devil emoji yeah. because i knew what you were giving me yeah. Yeah, i knew exactly what i was walking into but i've seen this match i've watched the documentary in fact i re-watched the dark side of the ring the uh The life and crimes (laughs) of of New Jack. Uh huh. Crazy motherfucker, man. I mean, we all we all know New Jack. We all know the stories. We know the career he's had. uh It's insane. But
1: I appreciate New Jack.
2: I really do. And (coughs) rewatching the dark side.
1: Cookie Cookie smoking man. He has
2: such an appreciation for the business. And that's one of the things that makes him so hardcore. No, I'm serious. I'm not. I'm not joking. <laughs> you, you could make diamonds. Yeah. With how tight
3: Tolbert's eyes are right now.
2: <laughs> no, I'm saying he he takes it to crazy, crazy fucking extremes. Right. But it's for when it, at the end of the day, it's for the love of the business. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Tolbert, get your hands off your belly. That's the thing that's getting me the most. Dude,
2: I'm relaxed, dude. I got the headset. I'm hands-free, baby. I can do whatever I want. He's not fucking with notes. (laughs) I'm completely unrestricted. Kind of of like New Jack in this match. (laughs)
1: Hey, before we start talking about the match, and I know this is going to throw you off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Tell me what happened Wednesday night at the bar.
2: Oh, I went ghost hunting, (laughs) y'all. (laughs) <laughs> dude and uh i, sh- I-, I should have searched for the ghost of uh vic grimes but we <laughs> <laughs> didn't find him but i did go uh you know just a little tangent here i went ghost hunting wednesday night some ghost hunters came to the bar i usually don't work wednesday nights but i picked up uh the shift i had to cover for somebody and they're like hey they're gonna come by and film I'm like cool they're gonna ask you stories about creepy encounters you've had at the bar which is a couple nothing serious just bumps and you know sounds Freak me out late (laughs) night, yeah. Whoops, (laughs) that's exactly how (laughs) dude, it gets creepy, man. You don't even know. Um, (laughs) you don't even know, man. I've seen shit. (laughs) So they come in, they film, and they ask me about stuff, you know. And I, uh, you know, I I talked to them, you know, I did my little thing on camera, they mic me up, and all that. Um, you were interviewed, yeah, dude. It's just like it is right now too. I'm like, yeah, dude, I've seen shit. Yeah, I kind of I was pooping, pooping one time.
1: Say-
2: <laughs> no, I didn't say all that. I was pooping one time. When I heard footsteps coming down the hallway.
1: Oh no. <laughs> no! It's over. No. And when you said, what was that? <laughs> You then pooped <laughs> like you you shit yourself. Yeah. I just
3: said that he was pooping in the bar after you had already cleaned the
2: bathrooms because
1: that, that bathroom. No, no, no. It's ghosts. like
2: it's like sometimes you have to hold it for like three, four hours, mm. man. And then right when you get the last person out of there, you you grab the the, the Windex cleaner and a handful of paper towels, you run straight for the bathroom, you wipe it down, and you let it rip.
0: Mm. With Windex? You're ghosts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway, uh they came to the bar, they interviewed us. And I'm like, I'm thinking that's that's it. That's gonna be it for cool. Let me finish my shift. Get out of the way, please, because they brought so much gear, dude. Yeah. So much gear. Full film crew. Well, I'm closing, I'm like, the the owners are there. I'm like, hey, these guys are still here. I'm like, oh no, they're staying. What do you mean they're staying? They're <laughs> they're hunting ghosts.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
2: Well, I'm gonna hang out and see what's going on <laughs> with this, dude. So Close down we turn off all the lights we turn off the coolers we turn off all the electricals in the building so it's dead silent they start bringing out these machines dude asking ghost questions i'm getting freaked out i'm like don't provoke these motherfuckers (laughs) like everything is cool it's a little creepy sometimes but no one messes with me you're asking them questions and shit (laughs) breaking out machines dude it was wild man it was wild but in the meantime waiting for these dudes and my bosses got really really drunk <laughs> we're trying to be super quiet for the super recording machines and the evp everyone's making noises and like sipping their beers and dropping shit and they're getting pissed off but we were there till about almost one in the morning and they, they said they freed a ghost do you think know. they did um maybe
1: wait <laughs> how do you free a ghost? i
2: don't know dude at one point they're like we're going to the basement uh, you guys stay here and try to be quiet <laughs>
1: and they left they for didn't like want an you guys hour to dude. see all the coke that they were doing yeah
2: they left for like an hour went down in the basement they come back up an hour later like yep free to spirit
1: <laughs> i think that's I the only
3: way for a spirit to be freed was to kill another spirit i have no what? idea. what i was like
1: where it. is it yeah what rules
0: are these mike Who's are just making that shit up man I don't
2: but know. it was an uh, interesting uh what
1: kind of spirit did they free
2: a Latino lady. What?
1: <laughs> Mike would have hated. It. Where did it's Mike would have hated that spirit? I have no
2: idea where this came from. I don't know, man. It, it, it was interesting. It was interesting. Um,
1: yeah. All right, back to the New Jack and I had in Really Rick Grimes. weird wow.
2: dreams that night. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway,
1: yeah, where I don't even know where we're at. Back to Vic Grimes. <laughs> Big Crimes.
0: So, Grimes.
2: so let, let me let me set the stage for this match. All right, we've got. Uh, platform uh, scaffolding and platform set 40 feet high it's, above the ring it's obnoxious disgustingly obnoxiously high. high yeah it's almost catwalk level high and under this you have the ring and you have probably 11 or 12 sets of tables yeah, I, stacked up alternating all the way up
1: i don't know how they stacked those i don't those know really, i up. was
2: looking at it they actually duct taped the legs to the, to the base of the table but like, up.
1: how did they stack the tables they up?
2: Alternator, oh, yeah, kind, like, uh, kind of like, kind of like Jenga almost.
0: Okay, yes, Cookie. Oh, I was gonna say, how did they do that? Because I always wonder the how fuck, they. Fuck, Cookie! Up. I just asked that. <laughs> I know that's what I was saying. I, I wasn't. Never mind. Go ahead.
2: There's a delay in his connection. <laughs> Charlotte connection. That's what it
0: is. You guys are just <laughs> too relaxed
1: today. It weirds me out. <laughs> it's, Saturday, it's Saturday, man. Saturday. I, I haven't been, been off
2: in like nine days, so it's like my one day off. So I'm enjoying it. All right, don't 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 gaslight me. My-
3: <laughs> this is like back in the old days when we used to hang out
2: and record above um, the old lady.
1: Oh God! And did you hear, her die. dude?
2: I drove past your house on the way here. The old uh, two dollar studio. Was there
1: a white wreath on the front <laughs> car?
2: <laughs> For sale sign out front. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did they free her oh, no, no. No.
2: <laughs> anyway so there's not much room to move around in this ring with all these tables all the scaffolding new jack comes out first with his patented trash can full of weapons mm. he's pissed man because leading up to this match he he's got a grudge mm-hmm. because about a year prior mm-hmm. In ECW. In ECW, he had a, a match with Vic Grimes where they went up to a second level balcony and they were supposed to do a spot off of it. Mm-hmm. Vic Grimes hesitated, causing New Jack to split his skull and break his leg.
1: There is there's like claims that he had brain fluid leak out of his ears yes. after that.
2: And because of the hesitation of the spot from Vic caused this injury. So He had a little bit of grudge. He had a long healing time. He is, to this day, blind in his right eye and has all kinds of uh, insomnia and health problems from it. So he claims. Okay. Right? So he's a little pissed. He's a little pissed off. He's fresh back in the ring. He's like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. (laughs) And that's what he says when he cuts the promo, that if he loses to this fat motherfucker, tonight he will quit. (laughs) And he lays it down the line. He thinks the fans, because the fans are completely behind him when that music hits, dude.
1: Yeah, he, it's baby face, uh, New Jack.
2: Crowd goes crazy. There
1: was a lot more people than I expected at that match.
2: It's a very big arena and half of it's empty, but there's still quite a few people there. And watching this match, I'm like, dude, you're, you're going to take this bump for this few people. Yeah. But I, I mean, still in the grand scheme of things, there is a lot of people there. But we get to it, man. Grimes comes out. <laughs> Uh, is before he even crosses the sh- threshold of the ropes, before his music even quits, New Jack is strangling him <laughs> with chains and, like, twisting him pretty fucking tight, dude. Yeah. Like, he is choking him out, and there's no room, excuse me, to move in the ring. So pretty much it just turns into a hardcore shit show right off. Right. Where New Jack hits him with a keyboard, hits him with uh, crutches, just starts bashing on him. Goes to his uh, t- to his forehead with, with a, a fork. Starts cutting him open, bust him open, bleeding. He gets a little bit of offense just to uh, draw some color from uh, New Jack, in which he cuts his forehead open with a pizza cutter.
1: That's right. But Pretty not brutal. only <laughs> not one yet. pizza cutter.
2: Well, we have the first pizza cutter, classic pizza cutter, Mamma Mia. And then we have uh, the Grand Slam pizza cutter where it's uh, five of them. Connected like Wolverine claws.
1: (laughs) How would you like to be the mutant that has adamantium (laughs) pizza cutters as your mutant power? And they come out of your hands and all you can really do is just cut pizza. But not even like good cuts. It's like five concurrent, parallel slice
0: cuts. You can
1: can only do those weird like Pizza Hut, like thin crust pizzas.
2: It doesn't work on pizza, but it works on New Jack's forehead. Yes. Because it slices them right open. Yeah. He's bleeding. Dude, and and they go to outside the ring. They get some little outside action going on. Um, New Jack strangling them with ropes and cables, man. We get them thrown into the barricade. Just brutal shit, man. They're not pulling any punches.
1: There was that weird, like barbed wire whip thing
2: oh there is a barbed wire whip it, it's like a three-pronged half baseball bat barbed wire whipped i don't know some intern probably came up with it or fuck new jack probably brought it <laughs> yeah, okay. i don't think they had interns. <laughs> some undergrad yeah, maybe <laughs> so a bunch of hardcore shit show shit man Yes,
0: Cookie. cookies giggling i'm just saying could you imagine new jack like building that shit in his shed like building- <laughs> Wire it's like, it's like that scene in
3: Iron this. Man 2 where the guy's like making his, the, that fucking thing for Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Except he's drinking screwdrivers
1: the whole time.
0: I'm going to get these honkies.
1: <laughs> exactly, dude.
2: Oh, so um, at one point, Vic just goes, fuck this, I'm hitting the scalping, which I'm sure was uh, the, the plan all along was to finish the match up top because, I mean, it's there. You got to use it. So Vic comes uh, climbing up reluctantly because he gets halfway up. He's like, "Dude, this is." You see his face. He's like, "This is a lot higher than I thought." You see the reaction when he gets halfway up.
1: <laughs> Every time they they cut to that wide shot of the yeah. like whole arena, it makes me like cringe.
2: The scaffolding's j- jiggling, shaking. All they have for the platform up top is some plywood boards laid across. New Jack shoots right up that shit, dude. He does not even—he doesn't Brandy. even flinch, man. He he beats him up there. He grabs him, pulls him up the rest of the way, starts hitting him, punching him, kicking him. He gives him a low blow out of nowhere. He pulls out a motherfucking taser, dude. Mm. He just pulls out a taser, and you can see the arc. You can see <laughs> the arc, and you can see him just put it to him. I don't know if he's how bad he's actually shocking him in the in the interview, the recent Dark Side of the Ring interview. He says he tases the fuck out of him. Right. And there. Vic Grimes goes, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> and he goes, he responds. Don't worry. You ain't going to need them." <laughs> <laughs> and this is right before
0: away. he picks him
2: up. <laughs> and he grabs him by his collar and his pants and he tosses him 40 feet above the ring. And he claims he's trying to hit the floor. Mm. Instead, he he kind of clips the tower of tables flips a couple times and kind of gets just divided on the top rope. And bounces back off into the ring. Uh, it is brutal. It, he ragdolls all the way down.
1: It's it's insane. And he goes about twenty feet before hitting anything. Anything? Like yeah. I mean, twenty it, feet. There's
2: some hang time, dude.
1: And this this guy's three hundred pounds. Yeah. Oh my god. It it is a brutal thing to watch, but I. I think I've become desensitized to it now, and I kind of enjoy
2: watching it. it. I've watched it a lot, and just knowing that the only thing he suffered from it, which I do not know how, was a dislocated ankle. Yeah. That's it. He he pretty much walked away from this. Yeah. He should have been decapitated.
1: He should have been The killed. way he fell. Yeah.
2: It's insane. and I'm sure a lot of our people listening have seen this, but every time I watch it, I've seen it a million times. Every time I pull it up, I was like... Good, goddamn!
1: <laughs> it's the scream of the announcer.
2: Yes. Yeah, the whole yeah! crowd goes almost. There's an audible yeah. silence. Like, oh shit! The paramedics rush in immediately because they're like, this this He's dead. man's dead. Yeah, everyone rushing in. Matches over. New Jack is up top, slamming his chest, claiming the victory. Comes down. And it's pretty much like, gotcha, motherfucker. It's payback. <laughs> <laughs> so he says. So, he So says.
1: like, let's think of it like this. I.
2: <sighs> All right. Varnum thinks it's a
1: shoot. Varim no, I think it's, it's a work. work. I, I think me. it's a work. And I think that, like. I think it's a shoot. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, Vic knew he was going to be going off this, right? Yes. You. And I think Vic uses some of his, his. Like strength to go off, and I think he overshoots it a little bit, and I think it's Vic's fault. I don't think it's 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 New Jack throwing him you,
3: off. You don't think it was Vic doing like the professional thing, trying to set himself up where New Jack's just supposed to look like he's going to send him, and New Jack just fucking it.
1: I, I think it could be a little bit of both. Mm. I definitely think Vic overshot the, the 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 jump, and you can tell that he overshot the jump because he misses most of them. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the more I watch it. It's kind of in bad taste because this is not that far. This is like 2001, 2002. Yeah. Owen Hart was what, 99? I would say
2: it's not much higher than what he was dangling.
1: It, and it was, th- this is three years away yeah. from that. Like, this is in bad taste. It's easy w, baby. This is XPW, <laughs> which is like. Excuse me, but pre ECW. Yeah, yeah, like it's post ECW. Like, But it's like a. It, it is in a, a very complicated spot in professional wrestling. It's cool. It's fun to talk about. I giggle when I watch it now because I know the guy's okay. Everything about this match is ridiculous. Yeah. But it is very entertaining. I, <laughs> yeah. I am super entertained every time I watch it.
2: Yeah. And especially when you know the story behind it. Yeah. It's, so, it's
1: something interesting. Allegedly. And it's a great way. To wrap up black history
0: <laughs> 100%.
1: Cookie said it.
0: <laughs> Down to all the colonizers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tolbert, I I sure would like to like if you could give a little uh, haiku for me yes cookie.
0: I was just going to say Vic Grimes knew about the tasers, so Aaron to your credit, it could have been a work. Thank you. It could have been. I don't know. Thank you. Give don't me that haiku. Hmm.
2: Let's watch Vic Grimes die. <laughs> <laughs> Scaffold higher than New Jack, because <laughs> allegedly he was blasted out of his mind <laughs> of <on> cocaine <laughs> during this whole match.
1: Much like the segment,
2: allegedly he was blasted during this whole match. He's falling with style.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so Tober, do you feel dirty after watching that match?
2: Mm, no not so much not so much I've seen it before do you feel they dirty because you enjoyed it
1: no not at all like a few years ago like before I learned to appreciate New Jack yeah I was it, it was kind of taboo for me like I, I didn't appreciate New Jack until that dark side of the ring I was always scared of New Jack like he always just had this, this like thing that like I, I didn't think he was professional I didn't think oh he's then I'm, very like, professional he's very dude. professional he's very professional. yeah he he's a good wrestler, it, it, but know, he just
2: goes to the extremes when you disrespect, yeah. the profession.
1: Yes, yeah, so he's <laughs> the very strange He goes to yeah, and that makes me respect him now. Like yeah. respect him even more, and like getting to hear his personality. But early internet wrestling community was very anti New very scared of this 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 crazy man, and it was it was a different time. But now I watch it, and I think if I were there at the arena. At that time, I would have been completely horrified and never watched wrestling again. Oh, Jesus. Uh, But now that uh, we we have, you know, some time go between it, I think that it's okay. And I'm okay with
2: it. I'm glad you're okay with it. Thank you.
1: Uh, So that wraps up uh, this week's episode of $2 Steak, a very interesting and awkward and gaslit episode of $2 Steak.
0: (laughs) Yes, Cookie? Oh no! I was just throwing up the fist, man. Oh, okay. End Thank of uh, Black History Month. Thank you.
1: Uh, so you know, two dollars stakes for the culture. Maybe we won't have a murder next week. Maybe we'll bring back You've fun. Been saying that, we've been having
2: consistent murders on the show oh, recently. Yeah. Like <laughs> Zach
1: Gowen, <laughs> uh, Vic Rhymes. I
2: think changed.
1: it's more fun. You know, like there's a lot of weird shit to give you, Tolbert. I love it. And I, I feel like you're a connoisseur of, of that sort of stuff. Maybe not so much like snuff films that we just watched, but you like some weird shit. I love it. And it, I, I do enjoy a stone Tolbert explaining to me about these things.
2: Of course. I'll break it down for you in the greatest detail.
1: <laughs> do you think
2: <laughs> those ghost it. hunters
1: would have freed the spirit of Vic Grimes? Do you think they Ah, uh,
2: You're going to need at least three or four more ghost hunters to free that <laughs> spirit. <laughs>
0: It's a big ghost.
1: <laughs> That's, it's a husky, a husky occurrence.
0: Husky uh, occurrence. A healthy presentation. Uh.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast.
2: Talk we should go shit on Aaron's rug.
1: Please don't. Just
2: look at him in the eyes. No. Gas- no. no. Gaslight. Gas oh my god, you're
1: shitty. You're shitting. <laughs> We're not shitting. <laughs> You're the one that's shitting. <laughs> oh my god.